dinosaurs. Hey, you like Pez? It looks like that has Heaney from the boundary line. He's an expert at these. Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary Podcast. I'm your host, Pez. I'm here with Source and we are excited. AFL round one footy starts tomorrow night, Source. It can't get any better than this. You are correct, Pez. It cannot get any better. One day away and uh, anticipation on this season is so high. The AFL's done a cracking job of putting together a round one fixture. It, it's it's bang on and I can't wait to get into it. Oh, it's it's tough all round. But the, this week in the build-up, Source, I don't know what your week's been like, but just joining all the competitions that you've got to join, oh. you got the footy tipping, you got to make sure everything's done before the Thursday night footy. I'm glad it's not Wednesday night footy like it was last year, though. Well, I'm glad that the AFL actually has the, the right, correct opener, as well as it being a Thursday night. It gives me a little bit more time, admin-wise, <laughs> to do our loser tips. Uh, but to join all the, you know, the capping comps, the tipping comp, the work one, the, you know, the social club, the basketball one, the local pub, signed up at the union, get you, my free You can't beer. leave everyone out. And everyone knows you're doing AFL podcasts. So exactly they're like, right. you have to be in our tipping comp. Like, you have to, have to do this. So you need, expectations. To, you need to make sure expectations are high. But you do speak of the loser comp, and that's the important thing. So if you're listening to this and it's Thursday morning, the bounce is tonight night you need to join there's uh, more entrance than last year so there's going to be a bigger prize than the 1100 that went out to the winner last year source so uh kitty's big winner takes all and uh it's all there on our socials at behind the bound not much more to say it's just a gentle friendly yet very aggressive reminder sign up the moment you hear this stop the pod right now we'll give you the moment actually wait let me give the instructions (laughs) then stop the pod um sign up um, please don't leave it right until that bounce, okay? I want to sit down with a nice beer <laughs> and enjoy and don't want to have to set up all those things. But seriously, if you haven't uh, already signed up, uh, I've got a few more people at work to sign up today and uh, they're very excited by it. And guess what the first comment was? Oh, I'll just pick North every That'd week. That'd be easy, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, definitely see. So loser comp, get in there. You're involved. Uh, as we said, socials, at Behind the Bound, uh, Twitter, TikTok. TikTok's going off their source. Uh, we've, got the, we've got the videos there and uh, being filmed at the moment. So uh, that'll that'll go out there on TikTok. So if you want to see that, uh, at Behind the Bound over there. Yeah, make sure uh, you jump onto all our socials. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, I'm surprised, Pez. I, I didn't see any of your little dances going on uh, on Not TikTok. Yet. Just all professional. I'll tell you what, I don't, I don't look that bad on camera. <laughs> the old fit gem. You've come in with the slick back hair today. I have had a haircut during the week. Yep, the whole hey, thing. That's what you got to do leading up to round one. Got to get your, you know, you got a haircut ready. Got your nice shirt ready there. Jeez, I've cut, I've cut it short. You have cut it real short. No, like yeah. not that, not my hair because I haven't had a haircut. My haircut <laughs> is four fifteen tomorrow afternoon. So, so three hours before the bounce, sit there, relax, maybe have a coffee, do that, come home, do everything. Everything's already done. Our bets will be done because we're going through that tonight. And isn't it exciting? Round one, super exciting. It's like a kid uh, in the lead up to their birthday or Christmas Eve, uh, you know, for AFL fans and especially punting fans because. All your analysis, it all comes down to round one, Pez, and game one, Carlton versus Richmond, I can't wait to get into it. I'm so glad that it's, you know, the traditional, the last, like, 10 years, take out last year's mistake that the AFL made with the grand final uh, rematch. I'm glad it goes back to tradition and the, you know, what's it, 10 years worth, it's going to be fantastic. 90,000 plus at the MCG. Oh, yeah, it's a sellout and there's, it just depends how many MCC members show up tomorrow to what the number is sourced. But round one always brings out... Also, the best specials. Sinner takes a special and goes bang. Now, not not every company gets our praise on this one because uh, there's ones that 
we've both been banned from over the years. Yep. So, but, um, but we've been banned because we've been taking too much money from them. Which is we're not banned for doing anything wrong. It was just no, we were winning too much. No, we're sick doing. of paying it out to our account. So, you know, it's a good thing that we've been banned for the punters because it gives some uh, you know accreditation in terms of our betting apparel. Yeah, oh, as well as the last five years of uh, winning Profit, seasons profits. and uh, massive unit wins last year. So the best one, uh, sports bet, they've done it again. The same game multi. If it doesn't win, you get a bonus bet back with your stake up to 50 bucks source. And it only has to be a two-legger as well. So so you don't have to put three legs, four legs? No. Do you, are there any requirements in terms of the uh, the individual bets or the total number of uh, odds collected? No requirements, just the, wow. just the two bets. And then if it doesn't win, you get 50 bucks. So, so it's kind of like a, a free So you're literally getting hit. a free hit on every single game. Yep. I'm guessing it's this, the standard uh, protocol of one per AFL game. Yeah, one per game. And that's all they're going to do. Unless you're me. Because uh, I can't do that. Been banned uh, from sports. I wouldn't for a be uh, naming years. that on our TikTok, mate. I might have to edit <laughs> that part out. Otherwise, they'll be coming after you. But that's fantastic by Sportsbet. They are, they are probably one of the leaders in, in some of the specials. But there are a couple other the um, accounts and sorry, Sportsbet uh, agencies that are starting to catch up to Sportsbet, aren't they? Uh, well, we we hope so. We hope it'll it'll get back to. Uh, I think it was Sportsbet had lead at half time and you win. In oh. one, or lead at quarter time one year, I think they oh. had a new win. That We cleaned up on that one. I think that's why I got banned. But <laughs> Ladbrokes, they've got uh, three plus leg same game multi. And if one leg fails all game this week, you get your money back. So you actually have to win a couple of bets. You have to have three plus legs because they're not going the whole sports bet thing. They're doing, they've got a little bit more money behind them. They're doing a little bit more promos. So uh, you've got that over there at Ladbrokes. Their counterpart, Ned's source, they've got an early payout, 20 plus at half time. So if you're going to put a head to head down bet anywhere, you may as well put it on Neds because if your team's up by 20 points, you get that early early payout at halftime. And uh, it's rare that it happens when a team's up by 20 at halftime and lose, but it does happen historically in the AFL. So if you are just doing a singular head-to-head bet, that's probably where you'd head to. And that's the premise, isn't it? That they're already up by four goals, so they're going to have to pay out anyway. So you might try and get some of those punters that go, oh, well, they only have to lead by four goals, so I'm going to go the $5 outside. But there's a $5 outsider for a reason. So make sure you play the odds in terms of what's actually going to happen and don't get enticed by large odds and you know small bets for big returns. Yeah, we just want value here and uh, that's what we're going to try and show. And the next one actually takes Ned's out of the water there. Oh, So cancel that. I'm glad no, you spoke no about it. Thanks for that. Because <laughs> Blue Bet, 12 plus up. 12 plus special Uh, Rounds 1 to 4 they've got So the first 4 rounds If you're 12 up at half time You get paid So if you've got a head to head bet Scrap that Don't head to Neds Head over to Blue uh, Blue Bet So your first two specials That you've announced Sports bet um, Sort of counteracts uh, The Neds uh, uh, Same game multi And then you've got uh, Blue bet That comes in And and you know Counteracts the other ones Yeah so so if you're going to go anywhere uh, Sports bet and Blue bet At the moment, if you're not banned from promotions, you uh, (laughs) jump straight in there and uh, take advantage of that and and try and win some money. Sounds good. Sounds perfect. Any more specials that we need to let our punters know about? Uh, Nothing nothing too important, uh, their source, unless you've found something. But if we have missed anything... Uh, socials at Behind the Bound Let us know We had uh, a, c- a couple of punters last year Just uh, You know Make us aware of some Some specials that were going on Which was uh, Really good for The wider community Yeah Unless they're using the P The P word Points bet We don't We don't, we don't mention the, It's, the it's banned word. You're going to have to beep that out I'm going to have to beep that out Because they are Another P word uh, In terms of Not very nice people But speaking of things That are very nice We uh, of course talk about Our next segment Which I can't wait to The first one of the year Pez We've got our VBs here Cracked Ready to get into Our first bet slip Of 2023 The fact That the size of the bets Was relatively small Our bets with an opportunity About 50 
was with a mate and um, we were getting getting sort of ready to leave and he, he said, um, I think I'm going to whack 10 on on Maxi. Do you want, do you want some as well? And I, I said... Oh, here we are. He, to hear that again, Sauce, we're, we're ready to go here. We've got nine games in round one. We're going to go through every single one. And we said on our preseason shows, and if you did miss it, we're either going to lock a bet in, we're going to maybe lean to a bet and you know decide later in the week because we need more information, or we're completely going to leave a game alone. And we'll talk about our reasoning, talk about our analysis through that. And we start Thursday night, Sauce. Richmond versus Carlton. We do. We've already given it a bit of a teaser at the MCG tomorrow night, Friday, straight from work, dash over to the G and get amongst that atmosphere. Richmond come in favourites at $1.72. Carlton Blues outsiders, $2.10. The line, minus five and a half in favour of the Tigs. And the over-under total game points, one seventy-one and a half. Pez, I've been waiting all season to hear your round one analysis of this bigger season opener. Well, I've heard a lot of talk this week and it was, you know, Carlton beat them last year in round one and they finally got rid of the hoodoo after seven years and and they're ready and primed to go. But my preseason rankings have Richmond at the the real top, okay, with teams like the Brisbane Lions. So I think Richmond are primed with their recruits, especially Hopper and Taranto in the middle. They've kept their forward line up there. They've lost Edwards as we uh, spoke about preseason. But I think with those two into the midfield to make that stronger with Prestia, Cochin can take a, a different a different sort of approach. Uh, I just think that Richmond, they're a really high-risk, high-reward team. So they get the ball out of the centre. They get it inside forward 50. They ranked top three last year for scoring inside 50s and clangers. So... You might not say that's good for Clangers, but it means they're taking the game on and they're, they're trying to get the ball forward. Both sides, they didn't tackle great last year. okay? And if Richmond aren't a great tackling side, it means they've got the footy more. They're more direct uh, than Carlton are when, when Carlton have the footy. And a big out for Carlton, well, I don't know if he's an out, but Sam Walsh isn't playing in round one. And I think he's a really integral part to Carlton's midfield. So I think Richmond win the midfield battle and go from there. The strength Carlton have over Richmond uh, tomorrow night is Carlton's big two forwards in Kerno and McKay yep. and how they're going to track that. So I think Bolter has to go to one of them and we don't know how Richmond are going to go with the other ones. They had Robbie Tarrant in there doing a decent job last year, but he's not uh, currently in the side or in the side anymore. So we just have to wait and see. But I think because Richmond's midfield gets on top, they'll get the ball inside 50 more, kick a higher score and, and win the game. Yeah, you spoke about them improving um, in, in their recruits, Pez, but w- what they did improve in not only with the names that they recruited, it was things that they needed. So, you know, we saw last year when Bolton and Dusty went up forward. You know, obviously Dusty didn't have the greatest year last year, but it took a little punch out of that midfield. We know Presti is coming back from that pec injury. I don't know if he'll get into the side. The the, the sides haven't been announced when we're, we're doing the recording right now, Pez. But what it allows with Hopper and Taranto is Dusty and Shea Bolton to spend more time up forward with already their potent forward line. Lynch last year was was leading the Coleman very early. He was in ripper form before that long-term injury. And he still was, you know, top five in, in goal kicking last year. I think this one is, um, you know, it's the odds really don't predict what I think is going to happen. I think the game is is more favouring towards Richmond. And that we speak, to, you spoke about the hoodoo of the, the last ten times they've played. Only you know, only one time, but that's not only round one. 
That's across the season. So the last yep. 10 times, Carlton has only beaten them once, and that was last year. And that was all because of the Carlton we're coming, new volume. The new, hype. New, and exactly Richmond, right. Richmond beat them later in the year. And there is more, not only hype, but there's more pressure on Richmond coming into this after their really disappointing finish to last year. They need to integrate these new players quickly. Their game plan will be really, really bang on, and there'll be no waiting time because normally Richmond, we see them sit there and we wait a little bit. They know how to win. They're integrating new pieces, and they need this to click straight away. I, I, I love Richmond in this game. They want to go beautiful. So uh, there, there's a little bit of analysis to get you, uh, you know, a little bit shivery there, <laughs> the goosebumps standing up on the arms. But I've got an absolute lock in this game that I'm going for. So... I like the the Tigers to win. I, I think they're going to win. And uh, I've just gone an over 141.5 combined total points. I've just gone to Bet365. Sportsbet, you know, you need to have their minimum odds of $2. They had their suspended markets for the alternate total source. So I actually couldn't get anything on for Sportsbet because they seem to have done the pick your own line and the total points. They're suspending them because they don't want people to jump on. So uh, stuff Sportsbet. I can't get it on my own account anyway. <laughs> Richmond. Over 141 points, $1.86 at Bet365. No insurance or anything, but uh, I'm confident that it's going to win, so that's a lock. No, no need for insurance when you're, you're going to win. Um, I like how you went to Ned's to go, oh, sorry, 365 to get the uh, alternate totals because they're being suspended somewhere else. You're not just going to a routine of, are you sports bet? You're looking for value. You've done your research. Love it. Uh, I'm leaning towards the Tigers, as you probably got from the analysis. I'm not putting a bet down in this one. Uh, my analytics didn't have the the right sort of numbers, but if I go from my gut and go from the other stuff that I'm looking at, I like the Tigers at dollar seventy two. I think that's a pretty good value. Um, you probably could bump up your your, your plus minus for their um, margin and get something about a dollar dollar fifty. Head to head to Bluebet if Richmond lead by two goals at half time pays out early as well. Exactly right, Pez. That's the, the way to do it. All right, round one. Sorry, we're not round one. Game one done. On to game two. Uh, I'll be heading to this game. I'm really looking forward to this one. The Geelong Cats, the reigning premiers, uh, $1.54 favourites they are, or down to $1.52 now, actually. They've come in a tiny bit. Come in. So $1.52 uh, favourites. Collingwood, a 248 outsiders. The line is minus 11.5. The over-under total game points, 165.5. Pez, uh, Collingwood will be looking for some uh, payback after that uh, disappointing prelim final what do you think is going to happen in this game yeah well you kind of i've got to look at the teams it's it's quite tough jeremy cameron's expecting a child so he you know he's touch and go whether he's going to play i haven't heard any news this afternoon but uh we go from there do you have any other news who's not playing like tom hawkins i heard might not so play. tom hawkins has had a lingering injury which i've heard mixed reports about i heard it could be you know a four to five week i've heard that he might try and play but i think they'll do play it safe and they'll rest him um i mean the main question marks about geelong are who are going to come in from the from their new recruits does jack bows get a game does Tanner Bruin, who looked impressive in the preseason, get in. And if they do, who goes out? So they're one of the teams that you really need to look at the side. Um, yep. Collingwood, I assume that their best 22 minus uh, Lipinski, they all get a game. Lipinski um, injured uh, during the week, so he'll miss a, a little bit of time with it. I think it's a hamstring. Okay, there, there we go. So uh, I had a look at this game. Geelong have won the last four uh, against the Pies, their source, and they were the highest scoring team last season And to go with goal assists and inside 50s. We know how good they are in terms of getting the ball inside 50 and then they're really unselfish, which is why their goal assists are up so high. Collingwood were the third best tackling side in 2022. Now, that might sound impressive, source, but I, I don't think it is because here these sides here that I'm going to mention were in the top eight tackling sides last year. Hawthorne, West Coast, 
GWS, and even Gold Coast. So those four sides were in the top eight sides for tackling because you know what happens? Well, you don't have the footy. <laughs> you have to tackle. So Collingwood did that. They won a lot of close games. They need a lot of internal improvement. Tom Mitchell needs to come into that team and have a really big impact and not just handball sideways all the time. If he wins the footy and gets it out to runners and, and foots like Pendlebury who can kick it forward uh, with his elite kicking skills, it'd be great for them. But at the moment, with all the question marks with the name sides, I'm leaving this one right alone. I think I just want to sit back Friday night, have, have a look at this game, have a look at how Geelong come back after their premiership and have a look at Collingwood and just see, was it you know a bit of a fluke that they were up in the top four and in a prelim last year because of all the close games they won? Or have they shown that improvement and belief and they're going to continue to grow? So I'm leaving that one alone. Yeah, really, really good advice. Um, I love your little stats analysis and I love how you're cherry-picking stats there to make Collingwood look bad and make prove your point <laughs> yeah. there, so I love that. I um, mean, if you compare the two sides to, to last year, I mean, Geelong were the premiers, they hit form at the right time and Collingwood with a, you know, the close encounter winner. They won all their close games. They could easily split those this year. Uh, they did get better, I probably would say. You know, they added some some depth in that midfield. They'll get, um, you know, Mitchell in there who'll be able to acquire a lot more of that pill. But, you know, what made them successful last year was their really quick running carry and that you know those rebound 50s in saying that Geelong were the best rebound 50 uh you know the defensive side in the league so I don't know um how Geelong respond after that long-awaited premiership that they were chasing you know too old too slow not good enough there was a lot that went into the season last year wouldn't be surprised if they are a little bit slow starting integrating some new pieces I'm leaving this one Pez uh I, I if I was leaning anywhere I mean, you can get some good value, I guess, at probably if the if they Geelong continue and they everything clicks, the eleven and a half is pretty good for for a reigning premier, I'd say dollar uh, yeah, ninety. Well, but but again, see, there's a lot knowing, of question marks. Without knowing the teams, the question marks. Yeah, um, if I had to lean, and you're talking about having to lean, I'd, I'd plus Collingwood up a little bit more than eleven and a half, and and go the plus thirty and a half, and alternate total points somewhere to try and get. A little bit of money, but uh, yeah, just just leave it alone. You're going to leave it alone. We're just going to enjoy Friday night. I'm, I'm going to enjoy being back at the footy. Got my AFL membership. Do you have enough? Do you have enough money in your wallet? Because it's uh, ten dollar fifty beers now at the footy. I'll just bring my own. <laughs> Get some of the new VBs, the the the, the 6%. Uh, the old double strength? Double strength. I noticed these are only the regular ones, you peasants. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I haven't even seen them out or advertised at the shop. I didn't, see just them out, I didn't see them out when I got here either. I had to ask for one. I had to request it, Pez. You're, you're absolutely full of it. You're, you're also full of it that you're not putting a bet on Geelong because you probably will. You're oh, just not announcing just it Just not announcing it on the pod. <laughs> trying, to have a bit, <laughs> trying to adjust my... Uh, hey. They won 17 games last year. I was very successful in putting bets on them last year. Of course you were. You're a bit nervous this year by the looks of it. I am a little bit nervous. All right, let's get on to the next game. Uh, There'll be some very nervous North Melbourne supporters coming into this one, Pez. What do we do here? Well, we head down to Marvel Stadium for North Melbourne taking on West Coast. Um, you know, Clarko's first game here. Uh, West Coast uh, travelling over to Melbourne. A dollar eighty-three favourites are North Melbourne. I repeat, a dollar eighty-three favourites is North Melbourne. Probably the first time in a couple of years. Uh, West Coast coming outsiders at two dollars one minus two and a half is the line over under one seventy two and a half. Pez, you're all over North here. Let me let me hear you speak positive things about North. Well, I haven't said anything negative about them this season yet, and, uh, and they're playing. <laughs> they're playing at home against West Coast now. Elliot Yo was announced earlier today that he's not going to play, so that's a big loss for West Coast because he, you know, will be really important part with the the amount of uh, players that they've lost. West Coast, they haven't shown any heart, especially away from home since that COVID year source. We know how bad they were in the bubble and we know how bad they've been away. Uh, but 
as the bottom feeders of the competition, these two sides, they don't have really any great strength. So where North Melbourne have an advantage this week, I think, is in the ruck. So no Nat Nui. Goldstein led their hitouts with uh, 23 hitouts last year, so 23 hitouts a game. And North coaching staff, if you say anything, Clarko, we've said for years, was the best coach in the AFL. He's come in. He's had a little bit of an interrupted preseason with some controversy. But um, I, I would lean towards North Melbourne if I had to put a bet on here. So I am going with a lean. I'm not locking it in. But uh, I'm just going to go somewhere around maybe even North Melbourne's line, minus two and a half. Yeah, I mean, you already heard, the, the fans already heard what I uh, recommended going for. I love North Melbourne in this. Um, they'll come in with that new coach hit. You know, in North Melbourne are excited. They'll go into this game. They'll pack out Marvel Stadium. They'll be, you know, they'll, they'll have all their members there. All 54 of them will be there, and it will be an absolute sellout for North Melbourne. But they're excited, North Melbourne. And, they're, and they're, you know what's the best thing about North Melbourne supporters at the moment? They know that they're doing the rebuild. They're excited about their coach. They've got a couple of young cogs in there that, you know, are looking good. You've got, the, you know, of course, uh, Ben or Harry McKay. You've got one of those guys floating around. Not sure which one it is. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's not playing, Ben McKay. That's, no, the, that's, that the, big, that's the big downfall for North Melbourne because uh, if he was in the side, uh, he's, he's very important to their defence. So without him, you know... There's a little bit more of a question mark. I mean, it is. I mean, it's obvious why he's not playing. He's played on the Friday night just beforehand, so that's that's obvious. He's playing on Thursday for Carlton. <laughs> There's actually a video I saw. I with, saw with, with Billy Brown. Both of them in, but uh, I think there was oh, the mirrors camera, the camera and work, a bit of shadows. The camera work was a bit, bit <laughs> odd on that one. Um, but I think North Melbourne will come out absolutely firing. Um, you know, North Melbourne are actually on a little bit of a win streak, Pez. Uh, those are the last two games that they've played West Coast. They've actually beaten them. Um, and one of them, obviously, was last year with the top-up players when Adam Simpson basically got everyone from the third division, you know, yeah. uh, Western Perth uh, after, Thunder team. After a night at the nightclub or something. <laughs> Pretty much. But I've gone with sports bets, uh, a two-league same-game multi in this one. I've gone North Melbourne pick-your-own-line, plus six. 16 and a half because it is North Melbourne. I mean, yep. I don't think they win this game, but a little bit of insurance is always good. But one thing that I'm really confident is the minus point uh, minus point five first quarter line because if they oh. do come out, they're going to come out firing. Okay. And that's what happened last time is, is they it, came is out firing and then West Coast clawed their way back later. I think they will be up and about. The atmosphere will be brilliant. $2.05 that gets me and I've put one unit on that one, Pez. There you go. A, a free unit pretty much because if it loses, you, you're going to bounce back with that bonus. That's the best thing about it, isn't it? I can put whatever I like down, and <laughs> I get a bonus bet next week. So, it's a uh, it, it's a good opportunity to try and hit um, these wins because it's a free hit, basically. And to go on that point, we had our uh, big unit wins last year. Source, we're starting at, at zero, so we're starting at absolute zero. So that's exciting. We want to try and get in that plus early. Yep. Speaking of plus early, we got the Twilight game. This is going to be an absolute cracker. Port Adelaide taking on the Brisbane Lions. Port Adelaide at home at the Adelaide Oval. $2 outsiders. Brisbane, $1.85 favourites. Plus one and a half or minus one and a half is the line in favour of the Lions. The over under, 169.5 pairs. Brisbane, we loved them in the preseason. You would be all over them here. Yeah, well, I really like them. They've won the last five against Port Adelaide. The, the last three times they've played them. It's actually been at the Gabba. They haven't played them at the Adelaide Oval since 2019, uh, where they did flog them by 48 points anyway. So uh, I, I really like Brisbane's list this year. They're in my top tier teams with Richmond. Uh, so I think they're really vying for the premiership. Port Adelaide, I, I haven't ranked them very highly. I, I've ranked them, you know, between that maybe 8 to, to 12 kind of ladder position finish. I know they're playing at home, but... I think they've just lost a bit of gusto. I think their their coach, Ken Hinckley, you know, it's the same old sort of message. I'm not too impressed uh, with Port Adelaide 
in the preseason. I think there's a Brisbane and Port Adelaide. They're both really good clearance sides from last year. So Brisbane was second and, and Port Adelaide were fifth. Uh, but Brisbane got a lot stronger. With They had Dunkley in there. They had Gunston into that forward line. They did lose McStay out of there, but, you know, Gunston, premiership player. He's, he won games for Hawthorne off his own boot last year down in Tasmania. Uh, I think Power do rank in, in the middle, and I absolutely love Brisbane in this one, especially at the price they're at. Yep, so what, what have you locked in? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll get to get to yours, in. and then we, we can talk to mine if you want. You, you know I've got a lock here. I know you've got a lock. Because <laughs> I absolutely love it. I can see so, the look in your face. Uh, so we've got Brisbane here. I've just gone them straight up at the line. All right, so minus one and a half it went down to, uh, and that's at a dollar ninety there uh, with bet three six five. I've ju- just gone straight up, uh, no other sneaky business, and uh, let's just get that lock it in for two units there, source. Yeah, love it. Uh, I'm all over the lines in this one too. I'll have a, a two locks in this one in just a little bit later, pairs, but. I think what Brisbane do is Brisbane are going to be on a mission this year right from the get-go. They are out there to – they need to integrate these pieces into their side quickly. They are going to be disappointed with the way that they, um, you know, they missed out on finals this year. They've been floating around the top four the last couple of years, but but I love the additions, as you said, Dunkley, Ashcroft, who, who you know, go in as a ready-made midfielder, and Jack uh, Gunston up forward. So whilst they did lose, um, you know, some probably higher-profile players in terms of, you know, as you said, with Mextay, um, which – which is a little bit ironic, isn't it, Max Day? And he ends up going home. Um, but it's a better fit for them because you're not having those competing forwards and, you know, having to move people around and, you know, they're not really sure where they're playing. So I love Brisbane in this one. And I think the bookies have this one really wrong. Uh, we, we spoke during our preseason show about how many wins that they, you know, how many advantages that they have. This one is an advantage for them too because Port Adelaide, they were slow starters last year, 0-5, and they're integrating some new pieces as well. I don't believe in that coaching staff. I think that Hinkley's got a lot of pressure in there. They realistically need to win this game. But Port Adelaide, under pressure, the last five years, what happens, Bez? Crumble. They crumble. And this is a high-pressure situation for this one. I don't believe they're going to be able to get the job done. So I've gone a two-league same-game multi. Uh, I've gone Port Brisbane plus 16.5, and, and I've gone the over 162.5. I think this is a high-scoring affair. We saw Brisbane uh, in the preseason against Geelong, and they came out firing. They showed all their cards to show everyone, hey, we are here, we are going to be the contender this year, and they're going to absolutely fire. So I've gone that at $2.10, and then I've also gone just a separate bet as well, one unit on minus 10.5 Brisbane alternative line. $2.30. I love that. So I think that I've gone the two bets there. I've gone the first one with just a little bit of insurance with the, the other hit. But when you believe in your numbers and you believe in the metrics, then you go hard. So I'm going hard with this one. Two units in total for, for that game. Love all over Brisbane. Yeah, so we're all over Brisbane here at Cheeky Pump Pub. We've also got them in our futures bet for the we do the, the top four in the over 14 imagine and a half we, Imagine if we have this wrong. We have Brisbane wrong and we're, just, <laughs> we're, we're 0-4 in the first uh, first thing. But that's not going to happen at all, is it? No, nah, we, we love the Lions here and uh, they're, they're going to have a great season. They are having a, going to have an absolute brilliant season. All right, we get on to the next game at the MCG, a nice Saturday night uh, competition game. Melbourne taking on the Doggies, $1.52. Nine, sorry, it's changed again. This the the odds are fluctuating here. A uh, dollar fifty nine favourites are Melbourne outsiders. The doggies two dollars thirty six minus eight and a half is the line over under one sixty eight and a half. 
Melbourne had a, a you know an ex- extremely positive start last year. They went ten and zero, and then they absolutely um, their season got sort of knocked out. Pez, uh, you know, we have reference to to Stephen May there and having a little bit of a cheeky uh, into what you know altercation, inter club punch up, uh, inter club uh, punch up, whatever it might be. There was a couple of words said and uh, a couple of things happening. But what's happened in the off season is great because Lockie Hunter can come in and run around with that left boot on the wing, and Brody Grundy comes into the ruck with the, the Max Gorn one-two punch. So uh, one of them's going to have to play up forward at times, and they're probably not the most uh, you know versatile forwards. But Gorn's been known to kick some goals up there, and and Grundy in the preseason has looked promising. So. Uh, they did lose Luke Jackson, who, you know, he was around the ground everywhere, uh, a really good promising young player, but probably not worth the money at the moment that he got. So they were happy to see him go, and they're coming in to, to get Grundy while Collingwood pay some of Grundy's uh, uh, cap as well, I'm sure, because they make that mistake all the time. So I, I do like Melbourne here. Uh, I think they can they can get the job done. The Bulldogs, they're, they're going to be looking at a new forward structure. So they're going to add yeah. lob into there. English will spend some time in the ruck as well. You've got young Eugle Hagen, who has shown promising signs last year, uh, and, and they've got to get the ball down there. They lose Dunkley, who was a good high half-forward marking target and got the ball inside 50 last year. So I think they lose a little bit. At the MCG, I think the dogs are better at Marvel. So I think mm-hmm. Melbourne, that advantages them as well. So I've just gone to bet 365. I'm locking this bet in as well. I've gone the alternate line, Melbourne plus five and a half, just to give myself that that little bit of insurance. It worked well for me last year, Source. And I've gone the over 147.5. I think it'll be uh, a little bit higher scoring, but I'm not touching the normal line. I've dropped it down uh, a significant amount to uh, 147.5, and that's $1.86. Those two legs will get me at Bet365. I like it, Pez. I like it. Well, I don't know if I like it, because I'm actually going to leave this game. I'm not even going to lean in it, because... I think the issue is with Western Bulldogs, I think they addressed a couple of things that they really needed to. You know, they're focused on their forward line. They're going to be playing people. You know, they got rid of some of those players that were taking up just mid midfield time. Bontepelli looked good on the weekend. He looked absolutely fantastic. You know, if, if what they needed to stop doing is stop putting him forward. You went and recruited a forward. You've got, you know, you've got Sam Darcy down there. You've got Hugo Hagen. You've got the big fella uh, from Frio. He's in there as well. Um, like, just... just Play your positions. Everyone has talks to, has to be their plan, doesn't it? Everyone talks about how versatile they are. Stop being so stupid. Play to your strengths. Don't worry about you know filtering egos. Just play with what's going to win your footy. I don't believe Beveridge is the coach. They've locked him in for five years there, and he he hasn't been able to show that for the last couple of years. We don't need versatility. We need consistency. Because Melbourne, up until last year, were extremely consistent. They're dominant. They're they've got a one-two punch all over the ground. And as you said, they got stronger as well. You know, you got now, now one of the most, you know, two All-Australian rucks in the same year. When has that ever happened? Two All-Australian rucks in the same year, now in the same side. They got better all around the uh, ground. They will be looking to right their wrong from last year because their season derailed. So they'll be looking to come out and make a statement. Again, very clear in the, um, the preseason. I am leaving this one because Melbourne should take this out. If the Western Bulldogs are coached properly, then they should be competitive. But I don't know what's going to happen, and I don't know how they're going to utilise it. And yep. we're still talking about Bont as being a, a, some sort of forward. And I just don't – so I'm going to leave this one. So too early on, but you, you make a decent point there with the rucks because they're going to have 100% of game time with mm-hmm. one of those two rucks in the ruck. Yep. So you've got your players, Clayton Oliver, you've got Christian Petrarca. If he's running out from a Clayton Oliver handball, he 
he can kick a goal off the first kick yep. of the the possession there, and uh, that's really exciting because it's going to be one hundred percent of the time. None of this. You're on the bench for thirty percent of the game, and we've got our secondary ruckman in, who's just you know a defender who's a little bit tall. This is two quality tap ruckman uh, going at it for a hundred percent of game time. So I'm excited to see how it plays out. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna stop talking after this point because I'm gonna talk myself into Melbourne again. <laughs> I've been on Melbourne, off Melbourne, but. We forget that Petrarca, you know, carried a, a pretty decent sort of injury into the final series, and that was one of the reasons that they bowed out. And then if he has that, doesn't have that injury, you know, they, they possibly go a lot further than being knocked out in straight sets. So, I mean, as I said, I'm going to stop talking about them, otherwise I convince myself um, into doing something that I, I don't believe in. So now we head over to uh, we head to our Sunday time slots, Pez. Uh, we no, sorry, we don't. We go across the still Saturday night, still Saturday night, but with the time barrier in uh, time barrier, the time line change in the Gold Coast and they're trying out their new venue Pez so they've got a new venue this year uh, in Heritage Stadium Gold Coast taking on Sydney 233 outsiders are the Gold Coast Suns $1.61 favourites are the Swans minus 7.5 is the line at the over under 165.5 Pez all I've heard all week is how Gold Coast is the hoodoo team for Sydney yeah <laughs> it's all I've heard and I believe it because I think I had a bet on Sydney once when they are up by 30 points against Gold Coast and Gold Coast did a 60-point turnaround and actually won by five goals. Do you have anything about this Heritage Bank Stadium? Is it just a name change or is it a whole complete new stadium? No, I have nothing about it. No interest in them. <laughs> no, nah, it's a bit of a name change and I believe the, the precinct has, has been adjusted to. So they've done done a little bit of work on the, the actual previous stadium. So not Metricon anymore. Metricon aren't... Uh, out there, so a bit of a name change. There we go. We'll take that. Uh, I think a lot of people or a lot of analysts are actually writing Sydney off because they made the grand final and you know they got belted, so they're going to be on the decline with a couple of older players. They've got a younger sort of list as well. I don't see them dropping off that much. They might, you know, drop off to around six. I think they'll still be in the top six. So Sydney is still a decent side. Gold Coast have a lot to prove. Uh, this one is a complete leave alone for me. Like I'm not touching it with my money, but you know, if I'm going to tip, I'm going to tip Sydney uh, to win the game and, and take out Gold Coast because Gold Coast have more to prove. They've got, they've got to prove something to me. They've shown over a number of years, they are pretty good in rounds one to four and then they drop off a lot. I don't know if it's their fitness or the younger players or younger list, but they've got to stop making excuses. They're a club that came in in 09. They've never made the finals and, uh, there's just no more excuses for this club. If they want to survive in, in Brisbane, uh, in, in Queensland, sorry, they, they just need to continue to win games and get membership and get people to the ground because when you're sitting there on a Saturday night and you're watching it on TV and you've got so many empty seats because the, the people of Gold Coast just don't want to watch them play footy, uh, it's really disappointing, especially given the weather they have uh, at, at night time as well with the humidity. So. Um, I, I will, you know, sit down and, and flick through it between the Melbourne and Bulldogs game and this, uh, tipping Sydney but leaving it alone in betting terms. Yeah, I mean, we're, it's so unusual that we're even talking about this. Sydney last year, we were talking about how a greater side they were in terms of their youth. I mean, they, they were amazing uh, up until that grand final where they, they fell away and they were outplayed, outclassed. But there's one or two things that can happen. They can do the, the um, you know, the Western Bulldogs fall away, that young talent where it really hits them, or they can come back even motivated stronger. You look at some of those young guns, you know, in in Warner, in Goulding, in our man up forward, you know, the the little the little pap. He, you think that he's going to sit there and you know sit in his you know a disappointment of last year, or is he going to motivate those guys to get back? I really really like Sydney in this one. I'm not going to put a bet down, 
uh, you'll notice that I'm not putting a lot of bet down, bets down in, in round one because in round one, there is always where the contenders or potential contenders fall because the Gold Coast Suns, they've been training for this all season because they know that their, their, their ceiling is probably 10th. So they'll train for round one, they'll put everything into it, and they'll probably lead for, for you know maybe quarter one or quarter two. But I think Sydney end up getting the chocolates. $1.61, if I had to lean, I'd be leaning that way, but I'm going to stay away from uh, with my money. Yeah, just focus on the other game on the Saturday night. Yep, let's get across it onto the Sunday then, uh, like I tried to before. We've got uh, GWS taking on Adelaide. $1.66 favourites are the Giants. Two twenty three are Adelaide. Minus 8.5 is the line at the over-under 175.5. Pez, the Giants bounce back addition through subtraction. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we, we spoke about a lot of list changes and they've, they've lost a lot of their best 22 uh, from last season. So new players are going to have to step up. They're going to have to have internal growth. They do have still star quality players. Uh, they've got Cali, they've got Canilio. Uh, Himmelberg was playing forward last year going from there. So they've, they've still got some players there. But with all the list changes that have happened, uh, coaching changes... Uh, and the unknown, I am totally staying away from this game. I need to watch these two teams more closely. I don't even know who to tip yet. Like, that's how far away I am in this game. Uh, not knowing anything over the preseason. How are Adelaide going to travel? Is it an advantage to have GWS play at home? Who's going to be on the park? There is more question marks than this than there was in the, the Melbourne Bulldogs game. And uh, it is just not for me, this one. Uh, I actually really like some of the value in this one. I think Adelaide are one of those teams, if you listen to all the um, information coming out, uh, Matt Nix is really excited about this season and he hasn't got them, you know, he's got them aiming for, for expectation to make finals. And when you've got teams talking about that, it means that they're going hard in the preseason. Adelaide, whilst they are going through a very clear rebuild and a, and a very strategic rebuild, I think that what, what they're slowly building is some, some really exciting talent. You know, we, we talked a little bit... We probably really didn't talk as much credit as we needed to, but Sam Berry going into that midfield is going to be, you know, really, really great. He was averaging nine tackles last year in a team that, you know, was he probably didn't need to do that as much. He, he's going to be, you know, get a, a lot of the pill there. Um, I'll have a little bit of concern over Taylor Walker still being their main source of, of income for goals, um, but I like the inclusion of our man Rankine, and I think that what they're going to do is over the last three years, Pez, round one, they had a 12-point loss to Sydney, yeah, another top team. They had a one-point win to Geelong, another finals team. And last year, they had a one-point loss to Fremantle. So one thing that Adelaide do in the, since the reign of Matthew Nix is they come out firing in round one. They're playing a team that I actually have finishing lower than Adelaide in uh, in the overall of the season. So there's no reason why they won't start off the season with a win. I've gone with one-unit pairs, two-leg same-game multi, Adelaide to win. And pick your own total, one forty-eight and a half, two dollars sixty. I really like the Crows in this one. I think it's good value. I think the you know the Giants still have some adjustments that need to be made with with a new coach, and they've got uh, you know some some you know personnel that they need to work out who's playing where. And I think that whilst we have said that they've got talent, Lockie Whitfield, you know, he's one of the best best you know best players in, in that team. He's made all Australian once. We keep talking about these these kids like they're they're elite talents, which they can be. We're still really yet to see it, and, and I reckon Adelaide can steal one here. Oh well, <laughs> there you go. Well, um, maybe that'll help with my tipping for this week, but I'll, I'm still going to wait for the teams and uh, give that a little bit more. Give that a little bit more thought, just so you can get the upper hand uh, with me. You think, but that's not going to happen. I always beat you in tipping. 
Tipping's not the real game. No, we've, it's we've not. We've got the long game. We've got the long game, yeah. yeah. All right, we head on to an absolute cracker to start to close out round one. Hawthorne taking on Essendon. Old arch rivals. 2.36 outsiders are the Hawks. $1.59 favourites are the Bombers. Minus 8.5 is the line. Over under, 170.5. Pez, who do you tip here? Yeah, well, um, Essendon apparently going to be without Jake Stringer, who, you know... Is important to, oh, to their side. So he, he didn't train over the preseason well, and he's returned unfit. Has he? Oh, or was he, he injured again? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? What, what a ridiculous signing still that question was. marks. We have to wait and see. So uh, Hawthorne, you know, they lost way too much as well. They're, we've mentioned Gunston going to Brisbane. We've mentioned Mitchell going to Collingwood. They they want the wooden spoon. They want another pick. They're in full rebu- re- rebuild mode. They do not want to win this game, uh, but. Are uh, Essendon good enough to to actually get over the line and win? To beat a team that doesn't want to win? <laughs> Jeez, that tells you credit to, to Bombers, doesn't it? Uh, at the MCG, because we know Sam Mitchell's the coach. He's a competitive sort of unit. Like, is he going to listen to the higher-ups and, and be like, all right, we're going to play players out of position, do this? They might not even need to with the, the players that they put out on the park. So Essendon, with uh, Heppel taking a step back, maybe moving to the wing, Merritt coming in as captain. They, they should be able to get the win. So I'm definitely tipping Essendon. I've only got a lean towards this one at the moment, Source. So I'd be putting something together around a, a same-game multi on Bet365. Essendon to win the match. Hawthorne, under 81.5 points. And under 201.5 for both teams combined. That'll get me $2.30. So lean towards that. Wait to see if I lock that in or not later in the weekend. Uh, but just a lean for me at the moment. Yeah, I don't mind that one at all. Uh, uh, you're cor- absolutely correct. Hawthorne don't want to win this game. But if they are going to win a game for the season, it'll be against Essendon, and then we'll hear all the excuses from Essendon supporters. But I actually think that what I like has happened at Essendon is they had their, their unusual sort of coach appointment and sort of that muddled off-season thing. But Brad Scott's come in, and all he's done is focused on defence. And who do, who do you need to trust when looking at analysing game plan uh, except for the person who actually tried to change all these rules to make it more of an attacking game? So he's analysed all the footage and, and that's all that they have, have tried to target and fix, which is good because what happens is Essendon don't really have a game plan. So they're going to be playing the same sort of run-and-gun football as they did last year. I think that they got better in their forward line. You know, you've got Sam Weedham in there, like Tip and Woody, who probably won't play. He probably is not fit enough to be playing. He's there. You've got two-metre Peter. You know, he was kicking goals last year. And you've got the inclusion of Will Setterfield as well. And I think that he'll be able to find a, a, an actual role where he can play in He's going to position. find a regular spot. <laughs> He's going to find a regular spot. I think that he can, um, you know, become a regular fixture in that side and actually have a, a you know, a, a probably – play to the potential that a lot of people saw when he came into the league. Um, I, I'm not going to leave – sorry, I'm going to probably lean towards Essendon in this one. I think $1.59 is pretty good value for a team that you know, should win. You know, put Use that to bulk up some of your multis. Uh, and I don't even mind the, the minus 8.5 because uh, Essendon will be downhill skiers and Hawthorne, they will – Stick with the team for about three quarters, and they'll be happy with that. That'll be their goal, and then they'll put the cues in the rack and uh, just, you know, probably turn on to the the under 18s comp and see how their number one picks going. <laughs> oh, if if you want to do that, but uh, you mentioned the rivalry there, Hawthorne and Essendon. So when the players jump out there, you know they're going to want to have to be able to do something. We'll we'll wait and see. We will wait and see. All right, if we get on to the final game in the round, Pez. I know that you, are you attending this game, the St Kilda versus Fremantle. No, I won't be able to make this one. 
Oh, is that is a regular it, regular occurrence there, Pets? It's uh, a bad time, you know. Sunday, it's a bad time. Sunday what, 2023? 4.40, <laughs> uh, you know, young kid at home, that's uh, not going to work. Yeah, cool. Excuses start here. All right. St Kilda taking on Fremantle. 2.53 outsiders are your Saints. $1.52 Frio. Minus 10.5 is the line. Over under 157.5. Pez, talk us through your Saints. Well, round one, they've put matchups because they want to, you know, create excitement. So they've put Ross the Boss against these old club Fremantle. And then uh, St Kilda, injury ravished. Yeah. Their injury list is nearly longer than the actual list. And uh, Frio, they're, they're looking to improve. Uh, they've lost regular 22 pl- uh, It's best 22 players. So Blake Akers uh, off the wing. They lose him to Carlton. Rory Lobb, as we spoke about, went. Griffin Logue, uh, David Mundy retired. Even Darcy Tucker gone. So they secured Jackson back in and O'Meara. So... It, it's up for debate if they got weaker or not. But Mundy, even at 35, 36, he was still a really important part for them uh, and even went forward and kicked goals. But uh, this is at Marvel Stadium, absolute trash time, uh, Sunday Arvo. And Frio, they, they should win it with St Kilda's injury list. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but I can't really trust them playing away. I don't want to bet against my side in the, in the first <laughs> week. So I'm totally leaving this one alone. Uh, I'm not going to touch it. Uh, barracking for the Saints on Sunday and just... Hoping to see something, but uh, not expecting a lot. Not expecting a lot at all. Um, I, I, I mean, you're the expert at the Saints, Pez. Uh, I think Fremantle will come over and they're a team that they see this as a victory that they need to get because they need to salute a top four side. That's what they're going to be aiming for. Oh, this away year. wins is uh, their gold for Fremantle. Absolute gold. They actually play Marvel not too bad. And I think that's something that probably gets overlooked when we talk about Fremantle. Um, you know, Ross, the boss, is, is coaching. And the biggest concern for, for, for St Kilda is that he said that he's got a new attacking brand of football that they're going to be trialling. Now, if you've got an attacking brand from a defensive-minded coach, I don't like that at all, and I think that that's going to be a lot of turnovers, and I think Fremantle are going to absolutely munch it up. I think that Fremantle are really, really strong, and people are not talking about them. And I don't know if it's because it's a Vic- we're a Victorian and or because other people got better around them, you know, per- you know, perception-wise that they got better. Injury ravished, you know, St Kilda, we, we, we talked in the preseason show, what are they? And they're injured. <laughs> that's what they are. <laughs> what and, are they? Where are they? Yeah. And you've got a two-goal line. Minus 10.5 is the line. I love that. So I've gone a two-leg same-game multi. Fremantle, minus 10.5, and a, and a pick-your-own-total, 146.5. I, I think the, the Freo pack pile it on. Over, over the 146? O- over the 146, yep, sorry. Yep. And that gives me odds of 240, and I've put down one unit on that one, Pez. Yeah, you're loving that at Sportsbet, aren't you? Yeah, well, it's a free hit. Yeah, It's an absolute free hit, and then I think that if you can get a line with a team that really doesn't have a lot of elite AFL f- uh, players on their list because of injury. you got a team who made the finals, the second round of finals last year, yep. and you're giving them 10 points? Come on. There you go. If, if so this was played in Fremantle, what would the line be? They, they'd be minus 20, 23 and a half, exactly something right. like that. Yeah. It's too big a line for me, and I think the bookies really have put too much into them playing away from home. Yeah, so there's there's the nine games. There's a round one source. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very special, isn't it? It was very special. C- Cyril takes that. But we've got some locks in. So if you want to see that uh, this season, you jump on Twitter, you go to the link that is in our bio. It's a Google Doc where you can open up the link, you can save it as an app to your phone, like a little uh, icon, yep. or you can just leave it in there on Safari and you can have a look that will be updated every single week and it will also be updated with our wins and loss losses we are not we not we don't hide away from anything here at behind the boundary so uh, if we win we take it if we lose we take that on the chin as well and try and improve to get better so uh, 
there might be excuses, but there's absolutely no excuses from us. Uh, if we lose a bet, we lose a bet, and there's, there's a reason behind it. And maybe it was a poor bet source. Maybe it was, but uh, highly unlikely. <laughs> highly <laughs> unlikely here because all of these locks, or all of my locks at least, I'm really loving them. I want to see yours on the spreadsheet just to see how they look, Source. You they got look a, good. They look good. You've got a Tell couple of juicy values in there, 260s, 240s. So, uh, I like my bets like this we'll, week. We'll see how you go there. We will. All right, now on to the next part of the show, Pez. Uh, we've adjusted things a little bit. You'll notice in our bet slip we did not have uh, a cheeky bet. That's because we've put it into a new segment. So the new segment is very, uh, very creatively titled, The uh, Cheeky. Cheeky. <laughs> Here we go. Little little cheeky. Now, Source, we, we weren't sure how to do this. And we, we listeners, we actually tried to collaborate on, on a cheeky, but Source <laughs> and I just don't see eye to eye. So, so what we're going to do here, uh, it, it's free reign. So we both get free reign. We're going to put out a bet. Now, just for the listeners, we aren't staking any units for our season on this. We're just putting something together at $5 plus odds that we think could be value that you, you would like. Um, it, we prefer single bets of, of value to continue to, to build that bankroll. But uh, if you're that way inclined and you want to hear our thoughts on the cheeky, uh, here they are. And here's uh, Sauce's little cheeky that he's put together. Yep. So what I'll do is I'll put together, I've put together a four-leg same-game multi. Um, and they're most of the ones that I spoke about, those potential leans. So I've gone Sydney head-to-head, Essendon, Fremantle, and Melbourne head-to-head. That gives you odds of $6.18 and you know, you don't get sucked in and remind yourself that Sportsbet don't have that four-leg uh, same game, not the same game, the the total round multi like they used to. Hopefully they bring that out beforehand, but that gives you $6.18, and I think that's that's great value for four teams that should win. Yeah, $6.18, yeah, there you go. I've gone uh, a little bit closer to 5 bucks, and uh, I couldn't find anything in the one game that I like, Source, so I've just... Uh, stuck with a little multi and uh, a couple that I really like and then one that I just had to put in to, to make it a little bit cheeky. So I've got Richmond to win the, the Open at $1.65. They've yep. gone down to since we started speaking at $1.72. <laughs> uh, Brisbane minus one and a half at $1.91 here and Essendon at one sixty-two. So uh, I've done it on Bet365 and I actually get a plus 7.5% boost. So nice. it gives me $5.10. And uh, if I, I chuck a cheeky 10 on it, I try and win that $51 uh, and go from there. So if you're that way inclined, you can follow Sources a little cheeky, follow my cheeky. Uh, but we've got our spreadsheet there with all our locks. And if we update anything over the weekend and actually one of our leans turns into a locks, we'll update you on Twitter and that'll be updated in the spreadsheet as well for you to have there 24-7. Speaking of 24-7, Pez, one thing that probably felt like it took 24-7 hours is us collaborating on our ladder challenge and remind people at home what the ladder challenge is. Uh, I can get into that actually because you've got our bet. Basically, we're going to take $10, we're going to collaborate, we're going to put together what we think is a guaranteed win and we're going to use that money and take the winnings and continue to build it and hopefully build to $10,000. Roughly 11 rounds, we think. Uh, you can follow along on our Twitter, our TikTok, uh, and Pez. Talk us through this bet because uh, it, it took a little while to a little bit of juggling for us to get. Well, there. we just said we don't collaborate <laughs> well on the on the cheek, and we had to separate for that little multi. We're there. running out of time. <laughs> uh, but but this ladder challenge, we we wanted to do it together, and if we didn't like something or one of us didn't like something. We just didn't go with it. No, so, we just cancelled it. So, so this is something that we, we wanted to do. Now, we, we both think that, say, Brisbane are a really good shot to yep. win. But for this type of challenge, we just want that little bit of extra insurance. So we want to add some points onto that as well. So we've gone a, a little bit of a mixed multi here. So we've gone two same-game multis. Well, it's not mixed multi. It's Sauce and Pez's one. 
No, it's mixed. There's yeah, two no, games. Mixed multi. <laughs> mixed, yeah, come yeah. on, mate. Oh, that's a, yeah. Yeah, that's a little, little pun. There you go. Um, so two <laughs> different same game multis joined together to make a what do you call it? Peasant sauce multi or a behind Pe- the boundary? <laughs> the ladder, ladder challenge. Multi. Ladder challenge. We're going from ten dollars to ten thousand dollars. And if you want to follow along, please do so and and share your screenshots as well and and climb up the ladder with us. We've got the Port Adelaide Brisbane game. Now we've gonna we're gonna put the points over one hundred and forty point five. The, the points are up there at around 169, 170 source, and we've dropped it down 30, uh, a little bit safer. So we've put that in there. And we've put Brisbane in there, but we've given them three goal head starts, so plus 18 and a half. So we've got those two legs. Mm-hmm. Then we move on to the Melbourne Western Bulldogs game Saturday night. And this is where our little week one ladder challenge, ladder challenge will be complete. <laughs> yep. Because we've gone the unders. Under 203.5 on a Saturday night at the MCG. We think uh, that that's way too high. So under 203. And Melbourne, we both think they're going to win. But just in case the Bulldogs do, we've given them a plus 27.5 point head start. And that together, we couldn't quite make the $2. We've price boosted on Neds. Gets us $1.99. So $10 is going to return $19.90. And then when we win that, Round two, we're going to invest that whole nineteen ninety in, and we're going to keep doubling, keep doubling until we make over ten thousand dollars. Exciting stuff! Exciting stuff to climb the ladder. I can't wait to uh, to spend my five grand. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> thinking about the end goal as well. That's what you got to do. That's the end goal. Yeah. Um, I mean, for the amount of effort that we put into to putting together those four legs, Bez, uh, I mean, we couldn't even get the two dollars. But that, that was the longest thing. That was the, what the pre-show consisted of, and that's what we're going to be putting our most time into as well, because we really want to. Uh, climb this ladder and get uh, to the highest pinnacle. Yeah, we want to get returned in our pockets, but most of all, we want to get returned in your pockets. So make sure you follow along, share your screenshots, agree, disagree. Maybe you've got a cheeky leg that you can throw us uh, our way. How can they find us? Oh, at Behind the Bound on Twitter, on TikTok, uh, Instagram, wherever you want to uh, follow along. There will be uh, little clips going out as well during the week, so you can uh, you can have a look at those, uh, especially for our ladder challenge. If you If you disagree, as Source said, Give us something. Show, show us what you've got. We'll, we'll have a chat about it when we win our first round ladder challenge next week. We'll, we'll speak about how we won and we'll speak about uh, what some of the fans decided <laughs> to follow along with. How's Paul? Where are you calling out people already? <laughs> <laughs> hey, follow us along, but if you do and you're wrong, we're going to bail you out. We're coming for you, fans. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, exactly right. Jump on all our social media streams and also jump on all your good podcast providers. Make sure you drop us a five-star review. You can leave us a review. It, it helps us um, when other people uh, search betting and sport and AFL. It helps you f- helps them find us and helps them fill their pockets as well. So Yeah, a, a couple of messages during the off-season saying, um, you know, we're really looking forward to this season. Yep. Just found you at the end of 2022. Yep. So we've been around for five years and, and people are just finding us now. So they're, you know, they wanted to find us sooner because they wanted to get that value. But now they're going to have to get it in 2023. Exactly right, Pez. doesn't matter how people find us. Make sure you jump on five stars for us. Leave us a review. Share your podcast uh, on all your, your social medias and you know, help us out. Help us climb that ladder. Help us build some more profit. We're going for six years in a row of profit. Yep. Get, get around. Round one. We're ready to go. Lock in. Best of luck with your bets. I'm Pez. Peace out. I'm Sauce. We'll catch up next time, guys. Best of luck.